Hello, this is Season 1, Episode 2. In this season, I'm taking you through what matters most. What are the most essential choices when it comes to designing your home? And in this second episode of the season, we'll continue learning about how to make your home great with knowledge of the most important thing, orientation. This episode is about all things north. Welcome to Get It Right with the Undercover Architect. This is the podcast all about designing, building or renovating your home. I'm your host, Amelia Lee. Think of me as your secret ally. I am on a mission to help you create a home that makes your life better, whoever you're working with and whatever your dreams, your location or your budget. Together, we'll uncover the nitty gritty of how to get it right and how to create a home that works, feels great and that you feel great in. So join me now. In our last episode, I gave you an introduction to this idea of orientation and I shared my belief that orientation is the most important thing to know when you're designing your home. Because when you know what direction your home faces, you can then know how the sun will move in relation to your home on any day of the year at any time of the day. It's really powerful stuff. Because when you know this information, you can then design a home that responds to that movement of the sun, to let the sunlight in and keep it out as required, and to let the sun's warmth in and keep it out as required as well. Because this is the good stuff. This is the stuff that great homes are made from. Homes that are comfortable year round without the need for artificial heating and cooling. Homes that help you be comfortable year round too. In these next four episodes, I'll be taking you through each of the compass directions. So north, east, south and west. Or as I like to remember it, I was taught this as a child, never eat soggy wheat bix. For some reason, I can always remember that much more than northeast, southwest. And I'll also be giving you tips and tricks to design a home to each of these orientations. Wherever you are in the world, the sun will rise in the east and it will set in the west. However, in the southern hemisphere, the sun will move from east to west by travelling through the north. In the northern hemisphere, it will move from east to west by travelling through the south. So because I'm in Australia, I'm going to be talking about our sun moving through the north. Now, if you're in the northern hemisphere listening to this, anytime you hear me say north, just substitute it for south and vice versa. And also, as I mentioned in the last episode, when I'm talking about which direction a home faces, I'm talking about where it faces to rear. So where the back of the home faces or the garden or the the rear areas of the home, which direction they face. I've often had homeowners say to me, I definitely have a north facing home. And then I look at it and I find out that it's north to street. So I just wanted to clear up that terminology so that uh, we're all on the same page. Now, if your home faces east, west or south to rear, I'll have lots more helpful advice for you over the coming episodes. In this episode, we're going to be talking about all things north. So firstly, we're going to talk about what the sunlight is like when it comes from that northerly direction, because when you know the quality of the sunlight coming from that direction, then you can really know how to use it uh, for the benefit of your home. I'll also take you through how to manage that northerly sun, both its light and its heat. Secondly, I'm going to share with you what rooms should and shouldn't be on the north side of your home. And lastly, I'm going to give you some tips for designing your home if it does face north to rear. So let's talk about northern light and what the quality of northern sunlight is like. Well, it's a direct form of natural light, isn't it? 
facing the sun when it's due north, the sun will be above you. And just how high above you it will be will depend on the time of year. So in summer, it may be almost directly overhead. And in winter, it will be lower in the sky, but it'll still be above your eye level. Sun from the north is a direct, strong shaft of light. It creates shadows and and as it comes through your windows and glass doors, it will create blocks of light on the floors in your room that move across your floors and across your furniture. It is a strong light and sometimes it can carry a lot of glare at certain times of the year and it can also pack some punch in heat, in radiant heat uh, at certain times of the year as well. However, the sunlight from the north is also the most beautiful, abundant form of natural light. When it lands on solar panels, it can, it can power an entire home. And when it lights interior spaces, it's what makes them feel great and you feel great in them too. And it also, when it warms your home in winter, it can save huge amounts of money on your energy bills. So our favourite type of sunlight for our homes is this northerly light. And in particular, the northeasterly light, when it it's come up in the morning and it's not too hot or too high in the sky and it's that beautiful quality gorgeous morning light. So what's not great about northern light? Well as I said it can pack some punch with heat. So whilst you may want the natural light of a northern sun to spill into your home you may not always want the radiant heat that comes with it. And also, as I said, it can pack a lot of glare. So unless you want to wear sunglasses all day inside your home, being aware of how to manage this is important. Be aware also that it's not just about the sunlight coming directly into your home, but also northern sunlight reflecting off other surfaces on the way into your home. So if you're, for example, looking over the top of a pool towards the north, that reflective light bouncing off the top of the pool surface can have an impact on how your home feels. Uh, if you're looking over the uh, from the upper floor, you're looking over lower roofs out to the northern sun, you can get some reflective uh, light and glare from the northern sun there as well. So how do we shade and shelter from northern sunlight? Managing the northern light coming into our homes means understanding the direction that it reaches us from and then introducing something to block that direct shaft of light so that we and our spaces can be shaded and kept cooler when required. In winter, we want to let most of this sunlight in to keep us warm. And so we're then really focusing on how to shade our homes in the warmer months, especially into the summer. As the sun moves from east to west, it climbs in the sky and in the warmer months, it will be much higher overhead. So horizontal elements are what will shade us from this high northern sunlight. These horizontal shading elements, they can help us grab the ambient daylight that's coming from the northern sun, but cut out that radiant heat that's coming and being carried in those direct rays of sunlight into our home. So when I talk about horizontal shading elements, think about the eaves of your home. So when your roof extends past the external walls of your home with overhangs or eaves, that that eave will cast a shadow from northern sunlight over your walls and the windows below it. And it will help stop that direct sunlight coming into your home. You can also use window hoods or awnings directly over the top of glass windows or doors. And pergolas or shade structures that roof your outdoor areas will also provide this shade from northern overhead direct sunlight. If you can remember that northern sunlight requires horizontal shading elements to provide shade to your home and to block out that direct sunlight, then this will help you recognise ways that your design 
uh, can be done to manage the home's temperature in those hotter months of the year to keep the hotter northern sun out of it. Now, something to be aware of is if an eave actually sits too high above the top of a window or the top of a glass door, it may not cast a big enough shadow to shade that opening. And in that case, you may need to introduce another another horizontal shading element like a, a window hood or an awning directly over the top of the opening. Now, let's have a chat about what rooms need to be facing north and what rooms don't. Northern sunlight, as I said, is the light that we want in our homes because it's it's directional, it's got lovely light qualities and it makes spaces feel and look great and it makes us feel great in them. And when the heat of it is managed as required by the season, it can actually help us create warm and cool spaces as we need them to be. So does that mean that ideally we should be putting every room in our home on the north? Well, <laughs> not really. The spaces that will really benefit from northern light are the main living spaces of your home. So both the indoor and the outdoor ones, because these are going to be the spaces that you'll be in most of the time as a family. The spaces that will really benefit from northern light are the main living areas of your home, both indoor and outdoor ones. These are the spaces that you'll be in most of the time in a family home. There are some rooms in our homes, however, where we don't want this directional light that is strong and casts shadows. Studies in home offices, for example, where strong light can make using a computer really difficult and where shadows on desk surfaces can be troublesome for everyday use. And then there's spaces where this northern light is actually wasted. Spaces like garages and storage areas and rooms of the house like that where it's just better not to have any directional light at all because of what you're actually using them for. So do you have a home that faces north? Well, then these are my thoughts on your design priorities for your home. Firstly, arrange the indoor and outdoor living areas of your home along this northern face and choose your main living room first. Aim to get your main living area access to that northeasterly sunlight as well. So it gets natural light from early in the day. So you could put it on the northeasterly corner or just make sure that it's trying to get some light from that northeasterly direction as well. Then provide windows or doors to allow the northern light in and that northeasterly light in and also to create a really strong visual connection as well as a physical one if possible to your outside entertaining areas such as your decks and your alfresco areas as well as into your garden. Then remember to introduce horizontal shading elements to protect these living spaces from the hot sun when required. Size the shading elements to allow that warming winter sun in. If you have a wide enough home on this northern face, then also try to locate your kitchen on that northern edge. This will help your kitchen have really good proximity to your outdoor entertaining areas and the garden. And that really helps when you're eating outside or you're wanting to be in the kitchen, but keep an eye on kids playing in the garden and making sure that they're safe and that you can get to them should you need to. Now, what about your internal dining area? Well, when you have an outdoor dining area, your indoor dining area doesn't necessarily then need to be on this northern face with lots of direct natural light. When we have really great functioning outdoor entertaining areas, outdoor dining tables, and then potentially we also have a lovely island bench in our kitchen with a brekkie bar added or somewhere where we can eat in the kitchen, then in my experience, internal dining areas get used quite differently. They are used then for winter dinners or they're used for homework or for art projects or just general kind of spreading out of stuff for family life. So when you, that can, when you actually then put them inbound in your floor plan, you move them away from that northern edge, this can actually be a good thing 
especially if it's going to give your living room pride of place on that northern frontage and a great indoor-outdoor connection. Bedrooms are okay on the north as well, as long as they're well shaded from afternoon, spring, summer and even early autumn heat and sun because that will heat them up in the afternoons and make it difficult to get to sleep easily at night. In fact, when you put a master bedroom on the north face of the home, it can be a great way to make it like a parent's retreat and almost like another living space in your home because you're treating it in a similar way. So what if your home doesn't face due north, but it faces, say, northeast or northwest or somewhere in between those directions? Well, the same rules apply. You're going to be most likely wanting easterly and northeasterly sunlight into your home. And then you can determine how much of that high level northern sun and the northwesterly sun that you need to be shading from. Aim to put your living area on that northeasterly corner or getting light from the north and the northeast. And then if your home actually faces northwest, I'll be sharing more about how to deal with that afternoon summer sun in a coming episode. Now, what happens if we get this all wrong? Well, there are three things that can go wrong when we're managing northern sunlight. One is that we do such a good job of keeping out the summer sunlight and radiant heat that we also keep out the winter light and that warming sun. So get some help with sizing your eaves and your shade structures and your overhangs to make sure that this doesn't happen at your place. And I'll share more in a coming episode when we start looking at resources about how to size those eaves and overhangs to make sure that you're still letting in that winter sun. The other thing that can go wrong is that we do such a good job of letting in the winter sun that we don't keep any of that radiant heat or glare out of our homes. And the insides of our homes then become hot boxes and very uncomfortable as the summer sun cooks our interiors. And you just never want to sit then up against that glass inside your home because it's just far too hot to be enjoyable. The third thing that we can uh, not get right with this is that we can try and manage the heat of the sun with internal block out blinds or shutters uh, inside our home. Now these things can certainly block the light but if they're on the inside then the heat from the sun is already going to be in your home by the time it reaches the curtain or blind and then you're going to have to figure out how to cool it down or to actually remove that heat from your home. So those are my three things that you need to avoid when you're managing the sunlight in north-facing homes. What happens if we actually get this right? What happens if we make the most of a north-facing home and we arrange our rooms and the horizontal shading elements to make uh, a design that really optimises that orientation? Well, perhaps I can demonstrate it by giving you a little bit of homework because when I do this with clients, I find it actually can bring some serious aha moments. So firstly, I want you to start noticing where you're most drawn to in your current home. And this applies whether you're planning to build or to renovate, because even if you're planning to build, you can use the home that you're currently living in or renting as really good research ground for what's going to work for you long term in a new home that you're building. So start noticing where you're drawn to in your home. And then You know, things like where do you go to have a a cup of tea in the morning, particularly in winter? Where do you go to just have that quiet moment where the light feels just right and it always improves your mood and your day to be there? If you have a cat, start watching how your cat moves around your home to follow the shadows or the sunlight based on the time of year. In my experience, I find that homeowners may not have any idea about orientation or about the movement of the sun and how to design for it, 
or how to design a north-facing home and getting living spaces on that northern side. They may not have any idea about why any of that's important. However, they'll have been using their home a certain way because of the sun's movement without even realising it. They may have been avoiding a room because it's always too hot in the afternoon or they may have been sitting in a particular spot on winter's morning because it just always gets the right amount of sunlight. You know, when you actually understand this before you design a, a renovation or a new home, this can be really powerful in helping you get it right. Now, I don't know if you recall the home that I spoke about in the last episode. I'll just remind you. It was was a home that that faced north to street and it it was a few levels uh, that basically stepped down a hillside that descended to the south. So you'd come in at the upper level, arrive on the northern side of the home, move through to the southern side of the home and then you'd go downstairs sort of tucking down the hillside. And the homeowners had a lot of areas on lower floors that weren't getting any natural light from the north and they weren't really any good for anything but sort of study nooks and and storage areas. They weren't getting enough daylight and they were musty and damp and not very nice to be in. Now, when I visited that home and those homeowners, I was there for over an hour. And during that time, they had had three young children. Those children never left the front northeasterly corner of the deck. It was really interesting. They actually just spent the whole time there playing whilst we were wandering around the home. And I remember it was spring, so it was getting quite warm, but the kids were shaded by the overhead eaves and roof that were um, preventing the direct sunlight coming in, but it was just getting the right level of daylight and, uh, and beautiful breezes through there. As I went to leave, I actually mentioned to the homeowners that it was a lovely spot on the deck there. And they said to me, oh, yes, we use this deck area a lot. We just wish it was closer to the kitchen. And mentally, they'd actually never connected the fact that they used that deck a lot because it was on the north easterly side of the home and their kitchen was on the south side of the house. If you actually start noticing the way that you're using your home, you might find that without even realising it, you already know exactly where the living spaces in your home need to be in order to get the right kind of light for them to feel great. So is there anything else that you need to know about designing a north-facing home? Well, it's worth remembering that we're not only aiming for natural light at one end of your home. Natural light in most parts of your home, of course, makes it feel great and you feel better. And different quality light works for different spaces, which is what we're going to be exploring more in the coming episodes. So if you have a long, narrow home where the northern end is actually quite a narrow frontage, then you'll need to work out ways to bring that northerly light into the rear parts of your home, into the deeper part of your home. For example, I've been designing a few homes on 10 metre wide lots lately. You know, in in Brisbane, these are a small lot. They turn up in other cities. They have them in Perth as well. And, And they'll be long, narrow blocks where that narrow end will face north. And so you'll usually, on a 10 metre wide lot, be able to plan that northern end so that you can get a living and a kitchen space on that northern end. But back at the entry of the home, on the southern end, it can be really dark and the home can just feel like basically a tunnel or a tube moving towards that source of light. So how do you get natural light in on the other parts of your home when you've got that situation? You can look at bringing it in on the sides and As I said, I'll be sharing more about how to manage easterly and westerly sunlight in the coming podcast episodes. But it's not always successful if you have other homes sitting quite close to you uh, with, you know, casting shadows over you to try and get that side facing sunlight. 
So look upwards instead. What can you do to bring northern light from above? Can you use skylights? You know, these can be great, but just remember that you need to manage the radiant heat in the same way that you would uh, a window. Another great way is to use voids. So when you've got stairs in two-storey homes, they can actually make a great void space that will cut through the floors where you can bring uh, natural light in from the, in the upper floor through windows on the upper floor and get them to get that natural light down through the void and into darker parts of the lower floor to make sure that they've got a natural, enough natural light as well. Another option is what's known as, as articulating the roof. And this is where you'll actually create a place to break or split the roof into two or more planes. And then you'll introduce glazing, say high level glazing in between these two or what's known as clerestory glazing. Now I'll share some images of different homes using these ideas and strategies to bring light the whole way into their home. Uh, even though they're narrow or they have a particular challenge in the way that their site is arranged. So if you head to the website at www.undercoverarchitect.com forward slash north, then you'll be able to see information and ideas there to inspire you for your home. So again, that's www.undercoverarchitect.com forward slash north. So that's all things north. Now, if you have a north-facing home or you're trying to plan your home and work out what to put on the northern sides of your home, I really hope that you found this helpful. Remember, the key with that northerly sun is to remember that it's travelling over the top of you and how high it will be depends on your location, where you're located geographically, and also depends on the time of year. Shading yourself from that northerly sun direct rays and the radiant heat will require horizontal shading elements such as eaves and window awnings or hoods over, over doors and window openings and also pergolas and covered outdoor areas. Don't overdo the shade though so that you can be sure to grab that warming winter sun as it moves lower through the sky. In the next episode I'll be taking you through what you need to know if you have an east facing home or you're trying to understand more about that quality of sunlight that comes from the east. Of course, the sun rises in the east all around the world, and this can be a beautiful direction for a home to face, but there are still things that you need to be aware of to manage it properly, and then you can maximise every opportunity for your home to feel great. So until then, head to the website www.undercoverarchitect.com forward slash north for some great ideas to inspire you. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for joining me here at Get It Right with Undercover Architect. Now, if you've enjoyed listening, please head to iTunes, subscribe and leave a review. That way you'll be the first to know about new episodes and you'll also help others like you find out about this podcast. And to be honest, who doesn't need help when it comes to renovating and building? If you have friends or family planning their future homes, please share this podcast with them too. Remember to head to the Undercover Architect website at www.undercoverarchitect.com. There you can see more information on podcast topics and you can learn lots more about how to get it right. You can also access downloadable freebies, plus learn more about my online program and one-to-one -one services. This has been Amelia Lee, The Undercover Architect. Thank you so much for tuning in and for letting me be your secret ally. Looking forward to next time. Bye. Jackrabbit FM. For your ears. Who is that? Hi, Puck Pass.